0: Welcome to the Dr. Heidi podcast, coming to you from Carver, Massachusetts, from personal to business and everything in between Dr. Heidi touches on it all. Each episode draws on her experience from the classroom to the real world, helping individuals and organizations grow to their fullest potential to keep up to date and be a part of Dr. Heidi's community. Be sure to follow Dr. Heidi on Instagram at Heidi Gregory Mina. Now here's your host, Dr. Heidi.
1: Today we have with us Jesse Eberfluss from Hooked Social Media. Welcome, Jesse. Hi, Heidi. How are you? Good. I'm happy to have you here with us today. Me too. Thank you for having me. All right. So why don't you start off a little bit by telling our listeners, um, you used to work for Pet Supplies Plus and you did a lot of social media work for them. So I'd love to have them hear hear your story about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I worked for them um, actually for a total of 15 years, five years when I was a teenager, and then I came back as an adult and worked another 10 years with them. Um, one of the things that I really liked about working there was the ability to kind of use my creativity mm-hmm. and go outside the box with some things. Um, in terms of social media marketing, this was already 10, 15 years ago, so it was really early in the game when mm-hmm. I first approached the owners, um, franchise owners, and said, hey, I really think it's time for us to kind of branch out and start a social media presence. Let's start with Facebook and kind of go from there. Um, It was, like I said, 10, 15 years ago at this point. So it certainly was not as common even then as it is today. But I quickly recognized that there was really a place for it and everything was kind of growing and headed toward that direction. Um, When I first asked them like, hey, I think this is what we need. I was met with a, no, I don't think so. Not right now, no, (laughs) which was (laughs) absolutely fine and understandable. Um, because again, it was something new, and you All know, right. sometimes if you don't understand how certain things work, you don't realize the significance or the mm-hmm. importance of it as well. Um, so I kind of sat on that for a little bit, and eventually, I, I went back and said, "You know, I really think that we should do this," and that's what we did. So eventually, I started the Facebook page just for the individual store that I was working at, um, and then there was a cu- couple other locations within the franchise. So I ended up helping them set up their social media presence as well, and really training their teams and learning how to use Facebook as part of a marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. And that's really where it all started.
1: Yeah, I think it's fantastic that you didn't just like take the no. I think a lot of people today would hear that no and not try to move forward again with that idea that they would just, you know, feel, okay, there's a barrier. It's not going to be accepted. But I think it's great that you kind Mm -hmm. of kept pushing your idea forward. You knew it was for the betterment of the company. Um, So, you know, really turning that no into a yes, so to say, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think
0: sometimes we just have to do that. You know, there's a a correct way to go about it, of course. Um, But I do think it's important when you recognize a need or even just a strong want for something. It
1: is important to go after that sometimes, and at least know the appropriate time and place to do so. Absolutely. And so, you know, once you kind of got that off and running and everything, is that at the point at which you decided to kind of transition out of there and start Hook Social Media? It actually took me several years. I started doing that
0: earlier into um, when I was working there within management and I did a lot of their marketing type stuff, a lot of their merchandising and stuff like that. So I really had um, a strong interest in the marketing side of things anyway. But going through that for year after year, I realized more and more how much I really enjoyed it. And i learned how much I really enjoyed teaching others Mm -hmm. how to do that as well. Um, So there were a couple of things that came up in the process, You know, started networking a little bit more with some of the local rescues or. Uh, the local police department was a really great connection that Mm -hmm. we had made so I did that for several years um, and like I said I just really learned how much I enjoyed doing that and how much I was challenged by it and at the same time inspired by it Um, so yeah it wasn't until several later several years later that I realized that this was something that I wanted to pursue as more of a full-time position Mm -hmm. and
1: not just something in addition to the current job that I had. Yeah I mean what would you say to people who are kind of maybe If you think back to where you were at that moment in time, and you think, you know, if you're comfortable, you have your job, you have your income, and now we're going to try something, you know, relatively new, right? And there's a risk associated with that. We're either going to be very successful, or I never like to say we fail, because we never fail at anything, but we learn. Um, So we either learn or we're going to, you know, take off very successfully. But, you know, there's a lot of barriers that people kind of face as they kind of think, can I take that leap? Can I take that risk and open up my own business? Uh, You know, what's going to happen to my family? Is there going to be the security that's needed? What happens if I fall on my face? How do I get back then, you know, to a more corporate type job? Um, Were those any concerns that you had? Do you have any advice for people going through that maybe themselves right now? Absolutely, those were all concerns that I had, right?
0: Um, So even hearing you say those things, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I went through all of those feelings within the process. Now, I didn't leave to pursue this. I left because, as I think so many of us, well, most of us, experienced, it was right in the beginning of COVID, um, Mm -hmm. and I think that was such a pivotal time for so many people, especially women um, and mothers who all of a sudden found themselves needing to be home with their children, and that was a big part of it for me. Was just the uncertainty was with what was going on now i had three little kids at home and i wasn't quite sure how to navigate that and so i made the decision at that point to leave once once i made that decision i was in in all honesty completely lost <laughs> completely and utterly lost for a couple of months i really um went through a period of you know, what do I do now? This Mm -hmm. is what I've always known. This is what I've loved. This is what I've been passionate and dedicated to. Um, so it was a really weird time for those few months afterward. And it wasn't actually until, um, later on almost the next year where somebody had randomly posted on Facebook. It was, um, a local realtor. And she said, you know, I need someone to teach me how to do this. I I know that I need to be present online, and I need to set myself apart from my competitors. But I don't know the first thing. So luckily, a family friend of mine tagged me in that post and said, hey, you can help her. Um, I met up with her shortly thereafter. And I walked out of that first meeting just so inspired. And so um, I don't know, just this new spark was like, wait a minute, I do have a skill, I do have something that I'd like to offer to people. And I have something that I'm good at, you yeah. know, whereas for months, I didn't really feel that way, necessarily, mm-hmm. because there was so much uncertainty. Uh, but yeah, after that first meeting, that's when I really thought, wait a minute, I I think I can do this. And to your point before, yeah. that's really when all of that set, set in, like, mm-hmm. you know, can, can I do this? It's scary to take a leap. I don't know anything about taxes, or, you know, all those big stuff. <laughs> scary things um, that we're not educated on unless we try to pursue this route. So it was definitely a a very, very, very big learning curve in the beginning. But Mm -hmm. I think it's true anytime you enter something new, whether it's self-employment or working for a new employer or anything like that, you always have to take the time to re-educate yourself and to learn the new industry. So it was definitely something, um, it was a challenge in the beginning, but what I realized really quickly was how good it felt to be learning again. You know, when you're in a position <laughs> for so long, and even if you like that job, you like that career, inevitably sometimes if there's not room for growth, you get to the point where you're kind of doing the same things every day. Maybe you're not challenged as much as you like to be. Maybe you're not using your creativity the much as much as you would like to. And that's what really sparked kind of that new feeling in me was wow, I, I get to learn new things every day at my own pace, which was even better. Right. Um And I got to use the creative side of my brain again, which I Mm -hmm. forgot was such an important part of of who I am. Um, And I know people don't often think social media creativity, but for me, that's been the biggest thing is putting those two things together Mm -hmm. and really making it part of something that not only helps me pay the bills, but it's something that I enjoy
1: as well. It's funny you say that because- And I think that's all personal perception. I think social media and I do think creativity because, and this is, I guess, where I'm coming from is being the user and kind of seeing all these posts coming in front of me day after day, just the the digital noise, so to say. And I feel Mm -hmm. like you do need to have that creative edge these days because you want something to stand out on social media, you want something to pop versus, you know, what you normally might see, because if people are just seeing the same thing, oh, they're just going to scroll right by, in my opinion. Yes. But if something, something's there and different, or there's just a different word, and it's like, whoa, what do they mean by that? Or well, mm-hmm. that image was just like shocking or something that it draws you in. And you're going to engage, I would think more with that particular post. Yeah, I
0: absolutely agree. I think it is a really huge aspect. It's just, it's funny when I, in the beginning of this, I had friends, family, like, what do you do again? What are you doing? (laughs) What kind of business is this? I don't really understand. So I think initially they just kind of thought, oh, she just posts on social media. That's all. She just (laughs) makes You know, post pretty pictures or writes a caption that is engaging. Um, I think the more you learn about the industry to your point again is the more you realize how it does take a creative mind in order to set yourself apart. Because so many of us are capable of posting a picture, right? Right. And one thing that I focus on when I'm teaching and in my consulting is that social media marketing for your business is very different than social media for your personal use. You know, Mm. when you're using social media on a personal basis, you can just scroll, scroll, scroll scroll mindlessly if you want to you know watch nothing but cat videos all day which I'm guilty of we yeah. can absolutely do that but when it comes to your business it needs to be intentional it needs to be thoughtful it mm-hmm. needs to be planned out and i'm really big on e- efficiency as well i mean let's let's spend our time in the best possible way i mean as business owners clearly we all wear so many hats as it is mm-hmm. none of us including myself want to be on social media all day so if we can yeah. help make it a little more efficient in the process that's really the big focus is for me. But again, you know, just re- remembering that social media for marketing purposes is very
1: different than how you use it yeah. on a
0: day-to-day basis as
1: just an individual user. Yeah, you know, one of the things I know you and I have talked about, and I think my audience would benefit from hearing this from you as well, is the difference between just getting people to follow your page and then the organic. And I guess what I'm trying to get to is like, the quality of your follower right you don't you know it's great if you have 10,000 followers but if they're not the people that are interested in your product or your service or what you have to say are those 10,000 followers really worthwhile or is it just a number Absolutely.
0: And that is something I stress all the time. Um, One thing that I say, and and it's considered a vanity metric, a vanity metric is the number of followers you have. Mm -hmm. And I like to say that it's because it looks good, but it doesn't necessarily do anything for you. So yes, it's easy to look at a page and say, oh gosh, they've got 10,000 followers. Mm -hmm. They must be doing really, really well. I have found, because I do specialize in working with small business owners um, and startups, so I generally do work with a lot of these smaller accounts, I actually find that the engagement oftentimes is higher with those smaller accounts because the the followers that are there are intentional, they are Mm -hmm. your ideal audience, they are your target market, and they're people that you specifically attracted to your page, that is absolutely much more important than having a ton of people that be there that don't necessarily want to be there, they don't care Mm -hmm. To be there, unfortunately, sometimes they're not even real, authentic people or mm-hmm. you know actual accounts. So those are all things that I consider. But yeah, that's a huge, huge point and something that I focus on a lot is the quality of the people that you're reaching. You know, because again, if it's business, you're there ultimately for one reason, and that's to well, you know, there's a couple different reasons, but ultimately to make that sale. But brand awareness, just letting people know that you exist, is equally as important and building those relationships in the process. Mm-hmm. If you can't get. Some Someone, and I'm sure we've all heard the no luck, um, excuse me, no like and trust factor. If people don't know you like you or trust you, they'll never buy from you. And, and the special thing about social media is we can do all those things through the different platforms and really build genuine relationships mm-hmm. and not just be a sales page. We are fed ads all day, every day, whether we realize it or not. So I really focus on a different approach. I, I really prefer that my pages don't look like one big ad. I really try to focus on building those relationships in the community with the followers, yeah. um, and I found that to be a much better method and and, and much more genuine. You know, it's a lot mm. easier um, to be genuine. It's a lot easier to be yourself than it is somebody <laughs> oh, yeah. else. So I I think that that works. You know, it's a really good strategy and a really good way to kind yeah. of look at things.
1: Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I know I personally appreciated that too, because I like to work a thousand miles an hour and, you know, for me, it was all about like, Oh, can we just get all all these people onto my page? And can we get all these likes and Mm -hmm. can we, and you explaining that to me? And I was like, Oh, well, that makes sense. I was like, it really doesn't matter if I have 10,000 or 200, because Mm -hmm. if the 200 are more valuable than the 10,000, that. That makes sense and i think one of the most important things that you instilled in me too is recognizing that we're not in it for like that short-term quick impact that we're building a brand over time that it takes time Mm -hmm. to build up that audience that you know it if you want that long-term presence on social media and to gain that trust that all takes time and it it isn't something that is going to happen overnight Absolutely. And that's a really, really good point as well, because
0: I think so many people expect quick results, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to the internet. We are living in a time right now where everything is so accessible to us, Mm -hmm. whether we're looking for an answer for something or we need to book something. Everything is immediate these days. And I think that that kind of sways us into thinking that growth should happen overnight as well. You know, sometimes you'll get lucky. Sometimes you'll have something that goes viral and you'll gain a ton of followers Mm -hmm. from it. But if those followers only care about that one post that you made that happened to get out to the masses, that doesn't mean that they're going to stick with you. And it doesn't mean that they're going to care about your content from there on out. Right. So again, you know, it's, it's nice to have that happen. Of course, I, I live for that when I see <laughs> something do really well. I love that. Um, but it doesn't always exactly equate to mm-hmm. the end goal of your brand awareness, brand loyalty,
1: and, and ultimately mm-hmm. sales. Yeah. And so you just recently had some very exciting news with your business um you brought on your first employee
0: and I did.
1: <laughs> so that must have been a little nerve-wracking you know I can imagine I I'm holding on tightly to my own business and I'm doing my own thing and I, to kind of hand over not the whole reins but hand over mm-hmm. a portion of the reins to someone else <laughs> excuse me when you've been kind of building your own brand and your reputation that you know there must have been a lot of thought and trepidation that went into that before you made that decision Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me getting over cold and we got allergy season here yeah. in Wisconsin, even though oh. there's snow on the
0: ground. No. Um, but yes, absolutely. That is definitely um probably one of the scariest things that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to the point where I was realizing that I was not spending my time in the best way that 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 I could really mm-hmm. I mean, it's, really difficult when you've built something kind of from the ground up and you have had your hand in every little Mm -hmm. aspect, every big decision, every little decision to now all of a sudden say, let me welcome someone and bring someone on and hope and trust that they have that same um, passion and and care and thoughtfulness that you've put into your own Mm -hmm. business. So yeah, it's definitely a very, very, very scary feeling. Um, But one thing that I've learned is you know, usually on the other side of that scary feeling, there's something good. And there's growth that comes with that. You know, if you (laughs) never feel that, if you never have that experience of feeling scared or unsure Mm -hmm. or intimidated, then you stay stagnant, you know, then you're just at a comfort level and it's easy to stay at that comfort level for a long time. I did that for a long time. So once you start pushing yourself out of that comfort zone a little bit, I think that's where I've noticed my biggest growth. And I think this is definitely one of those biggest steps. Now, it's right now. It's it, you know. It's going great. It's exciting. Um, there are times where I have to say to myself. I would have done that differently, but it doesn't mean that I would have done it better. Different right. does it's not different. necessarily mean better. Yeah. Exactly. And I've made the decision to trust in this person and I have to, either I trust or I don't, right? Right. So, exactly. and that's, and that's kind of the point that I was at. And, and like I said before, just getting to the point where, okay, I don't know that I can handle all of this on mm-hmm. my own. And if I am looking to grow
1: into something a little bit bigger down the line, this is a natural step that makes sense for me at this point. right? And I think that's an important thing for anybody running any type of business, whether it be a nonprofit with volunteers, a smaller organization just scaling like yours that are bringing on their first employees, larger organizations that are making culture mm-hmm. shifts just because someone's doing something differently, doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just different than the way. Now, if it's it's not ending up in the end result where it really needs to, then of course we have to address it. But there are obviously different ways to approach different processes. And we Mm -hmm. have to recognize and be willing to allow that to kind of take shape and do that. But it is hard. It is hard to kind of let go of things and trust in other people. Especially because at the end of the day, let's face it, no one will ever deeply love the business as much as you do. Um, and <laughs> right, that, that, right. That's the reality of it, right? I mean, they can come very close, and we hope we get those things right. Um, but it's still going to be ultimately you're the you're the one driving it. You're the one who's passionate behind it, um, and you can instill that into everybody that's working for you. And I think what's also important for people to recognize too is that it's risky to take on personnel. But also recognizing, too, that if you do make a mistake, it's not the end of the world, that, you know, either A, maybe they just need some more training, or maybe B, maybe they aren't the right fit, and that's okay, too. Then it's time to move on and look Mm. for someone else, Um, but we have to at least be willing to take take that chance and try to, you know, be open to that absolutely i think that's that's really the biggest thing is that mm-hmm. knowing you are you're never
0: going to duplicate yourself right. and and imagine a world where it is nothing but you right, right. we need different people with different skill sets with mm-hmm. different thinking processes with different ideas different challenges that's what really makes a team is by mm-hmm. having people with different skill sets or strengths and weaknesses and okay. i think what we can actually learn through that is we can learn from those team members we mm-hmm. can learn through other people and actually with my team member now, she's brought things up to me that I thought, why did I never think of that? <laughs> why did I never think of that in front in my face? all time and not right. once that I look at it from that perspective. So I think there's a lot to be said about that too is just mm-hmm. having that different opinion, that different set of eyes, that fresh perspective and I think you have to be open to that and especially in a world um a business world in general but especially in social media where things are constantly evolving, and mm-hmm. you have to be adaptable and that's probably that is one of the biggest things I've learned is <laughs> adaptability mm-hmm. you have to learn to shift and to pivot whether it's just in your own strategy as your day-to-day business or when it comes
1: to hiring and potentially choosing um team members yeah absolutely really all great advice so jesse if there was one thing i should have asked you what, what what did you wish i would ask you and what could you share as final thoughts with our audience i you know, there's, there's one thing that's really, really, really important to me. So maybe I, I
0: won't structure this in a question um, so much, but I think had had you asked me maybe one thing that really kind of helped get me through maybe the first six months, the mm-hmm. first year, first two years of my business, whatever, whatever benchmark. Um, my answer to that would be simply support. Mm-hmm. Um, what I realized early on talking about how as independent business owners or solopreneurs or whatever you want to call us, um, we we are very, very independent. But what I realize is it's also very lonely. And when you're experiencing something that nobody else that you know personally is go, has gone through or will ever go through sometimes, you find yourself kind of easily putting yourself into your own little bubble where you're just having to make all the decisions yourself. You're having to think through things in, and face all the challenges on your own. And, I realized really quickly into this that I needed support. Um, and I found that through other other women that were really doing similar things to me. And as much as your parents have taught you don't talk to strangers on the internet, I've made <laughs> friends that were strangers on the internet, which sounds so silly. But early on in my, in my journey, and when I was really, that's really how I started was just building an Instagram presence. And in that beginning stage, I really developed a lot of really great relationships with people. And, and actually, <laughs> (laughs) there's people that live on the other side of the country that I am still friends with now that we met on Instagram. We were both in our early journeys of business. And it's, I think that part is really, really, really important. And you have Mm -hmm. to be willing to kind of open up and share those challenges and those struggles in order for you to grow. And just like I said, whether it's just a listening ear, someone Mm -hmm. to vent to somebody to brainstorm with, I think having support in your business is absolutely huge. And I'm really thankful for those relationships that I've built along the way. And it can be hard to do that. It can be hard to put yourself out there and start making relationships and start Mm -hmm. talking to people. And whether you do that, like I did through Instagram, or you do that through local networking events or, you know, whatever it might be, there's different ways, but it's, it's an important part. Um, And and it's been a very important part for me and a very important part for most of the people that I work with.
1: Too. Yeah, oh, I can absolutely see that. And I think, you know, just having that network support structure, as you said, is just important to bounce ideas off. And I think you used a term the other day when we were talking, it holds you accountable to a certain point, right? Yes, because it's absolutely it, it's hard <laughs> as being by yourself. Like, sometimes it's easy to say, okay, well, that can wait till tomorrow, or this can wait. But to really keep that accountability going when you're by yourself, so to say. Yes, absolutely. I just the other day I've had this idea. I'm going. I'm going to do this.
0: I'm going to do this. I've had this idea now for probably a year. And the other day, my my business bestie, I call her yeah. um, Emily, says to me, "Did you do that yet?" I said, no, "No, I haven't." But I finally Monday night, I finally sat down and started a big chunk of this project that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And had she not yeah. nudged me a little bit, <laughs> it'd probably still be on the back burner, even though it's something that is important to me and something that I do want to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, accountability is huge yeah. as much as we have to keep ourselves to a schedule and timelines. It doesn't hurt to have someone nudging you sometimes. Yeah, when you so need everybody
1: that. who's out there and you feel alone, find that friend who's going to come up and check in on you and kind of nudge you along and make sure you're, you're hitting those benchmarks and you're staying accountable. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jesse. We really appreciate it. Um, if people are interested in getting in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Probably
0: Instagram. Uh, that's where I'm most active and spend my uh, most of my time when it comes to social. But you can find me under um hooked social media, whether it's hooked social media, Facebook, Instagram, my website's hooked social media. Um, So I'm pretty easy to find. I'm always available. And I just love having conversations with people. So if anybody has any questions, even if it's just basic Instagram 101, DM me. I love a good voice message. And I, like I said, I love making new connections and talking to new people and just relating to other people as
1: well. So absolutely, I would love to hear from anyone. Well, wonderful. Thank you again for coming on today, Jesse. Thanks, Heidi. Thank you for
0: listening to another episode of the Dr. Heidi podcast. Follow us on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple podcasts to join Dr. Heidi's community. Visit her website at drheidiegregorymina.com for additional information on your personal development and business needs. Thanks again for joining us today, and we'll catch you in the next
1: episode.